Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We are going to get right into our episode today. Uh, Something that's just been on my heart. I had actually shared a post, mm, I don't know, maybe a month, month and a half ago, um, about a quote that I had read uh, that had just really resonated with me. I'd never heard it before and it just had to do along the lines of with you know, just grief and trauma and all the things. And um, as I've shared on here many a times, just the different things that I have grieved and um, how it's looked different as an adult as I've gone through some things that um, just how you process it as an adult is so much different than as like a teenager or a child. Like, you know, my dad passed away when I was eight. How I dealt with that is completely different or how I even perceived it, understood it is so not even on the same spectrum as an adult here and especially now as a parent um you just start to see things different and in a new way and um things just affect you uh, yeah in just different personal ways and so um I and then okay so then after I did all of this uh I, I wrote all these notes I was planning on talking about this with you guys um there was a woman in the entrepreneurial space, um, also network marketing space, that had passed away at age 34 from a sudden diagnosis of stage 4 cancer. Um, This was given to her, I think, of last year, about a year ago. So she lived maybe a year, year and a handful of months past that diagnosis. Um, I think she had lived longer than they had told her she was going to, but she went all out on just everything she could do to heal naturally and effectively. And she thought she was headed in the right direction. Um, And so did other people. And then she took a huge turn. She thought she had kidney stones for a few weeks, and that was clearly not what was going on. And, um, it just, it really just, it hit me. Um, you know, my best friend passed away at age 43 from a sudden diagnosis of stage four cancer. And so it's just seeing someone who had so much zest and passion for helping other people, this woman in the entrepreneurial space, and then same with my best friend who was an entrepreneur and same thing. Um, just really, it just hit me really hard after I did all these notes and was planning on talking about this. And then I heard of her 
passing and then watching all the people that were impacted by her. I have a really good friend of mine, a sweet friend, and uh, I knew that she had used her. So her name is Jessie Lee. I'm sorry, I forgot to share that. Jessie Lee, um, or I am I'm Boss Lee. That's her Instagram name. And uh, I know I had a friend who just became a mom for the first time this year, and um, she had been using Jessie as her coach, um, like a group coaching program, and she would always share about it and all the things. And I, I was just like, man, she just loves everything she is pouring into her. And um, I immediately messaged her, and I just was so saddened by the news because I know how much Jessie had impacted her life. Um, so I'm connected to many entrepreneurs, many people in the network marketing space um, that had really just lost a really good friend, mentor, influence. Um, and it just, yeah. So then I ended up listening to um, another podcast, uh, Ed Milet. He's an amazing guy. Would definitely recommend his podcast, Ed Milet Show. And he, she actually asked him and hired him to be her coach one week before she was diagnosed with her cancer. And she looked up to him so much. And so he had only known her so closely. I mean, he'd known her for years within that realm of people and similar business stuff. But like to be her coach for just only this short time to then have done such a beautiful job in expressing in real time, I mean, that's where it's at. I mean, to put out a podcast 48 hours post losing someone like that, um, that's raw and real. And um, I listened to it on a run that I was on. And I had to stop at one point because I just felt like I need to just poof, let it out for a moment, take some few deep breaths. I can't keep running and trying to hold this in. Um, yeah. So we're going to chat about kind of some heavier things, but like I feel like this, it's so healthy and we talk about our health and our well-being and our mental state and sometimes we don't allow ourselves to unpack these things. Um, we don't give ourselves the grace we need. We don't give ourselves the opportunity to um, just feel the feelings or think that it's okay. And I want to tell you that it is okay and it is okay to feel the feelings What's not okay is that we just continue to live our life less than. Like we want these things that happen in our life to propel us forward eventually. But then there are going to be days or weeks where it just feels really hard and you're sludging through because there's so much emotion or feeling that you're having. And I've gone in waves up and down um, from a handful of things that had happened in, you know, three to four year time span that was just like back to back to back and it just felt like wow I am underwater <laughs> I'm underwater so I want to kind of capitalize on a little bit of um you know some of the things that I had taken and put together from a, a post that I had done online from that quote and then a little bit of kind of what I felt um I was feeling from that podcast I listened to about Jessie Lee and her passing um, and the impact she had on this world um, and, and all the people that she touched. So I want to share with you a, this quote. We'll kind of start off with that. 
and uh, we'll just kind of roll with it. And I just want you to know that whether or not you've experienced trauma or death, trauma is very, it's varying. It, It looks different for us all, but death in specific, if you haven't experienced it with someone very close to you, you will. It's a part of life. We know that. It's not something we like to think about or accept, and I wouldn't encourage you to dwell on it. But I would encourage you to, you know, remind yourself that this is not our forever home. This is not, we're not meant to live forever here. Um, In eternity with God, yes. Yes, if you believe in him and you have accepted him as your savior, then your eternity is elsewhere. Um, But our days are numbered here. And again, it's so hard to lose those that are close to us. It's harder. I'll, it's never easy. It is on the easier end when you do know of, say, an older grandparent that has been just sick for a long time or they're just super old and you're kind of like, it's going to happen. Like, yeah. And then they pass and you're so sad, and but they lived a longer life. And then you have the opposite end where things just come out of left field, whether it's in accident that a car accident um a work site accident or then things like this with an a sudden diagnosis of cancer at such a young age under 50 years old not even 50 one this lady not even 40 she's not even 35 yet like approaching 40 um like I'm 30 and I can't even imagine and one thing that she made sure to do since that diagnosis was to just live every day the best day ever and just give and serve and love so whether or not again you've experienced anything to this degree there will be a moment in your life where you are going to grieve something or someone very close to you that is no longer here um I'm going to go right into the quote and this quote I read in a book and it says trauma creates changes you don't choose. Healing is about creating changes you do choose by Michelle Rosenthal. I don't know who she is but it really made me think and realize that wow like it just, it just made a lot of sense and it was very relatable because all the trauma, I didn't choose. But who who would choose her trauma anyway, right? Like who, who would want that upon themselves or someone else? So it creates changes in our life that we don't choose. But the healing journey is where you get to choose how you move forward. And that's where other changes happen. And so healing is about creating changes you do choose. So what are you going to choose to do? Despite the things that you can't, you can't be in control of. <laughs> we can't be in control of it all. We, we just can't. Um, so as I was thinking about it, like maybe the goal, like healing is about creating changes you do choose, but like, is healing even the goal? 
maybe partly, but I don't think someone can ever be fully healed from said things. I would say I'm very healed from losing my dad at eight, but yet it's a it's a wound, it's a scab, it's a scar, whatever you want to call it, that can be very easily ripped open when I watch a movie and a, a, a parent dies or a dad dies and or there's this one Christmas song that I just can't listen to because it thinks, makes me think of my dad every single time. Um, same with same with another song. Um, so there's the Christmas shoe song and then um, Butterfly Kisses. I don't know why. I just, I'm, I don't do very well with some of those triggers. And um, those are the things. And so clearly <laughs> I am not healed. But is that the goal? And I don't think it needs to be. You don't need to feel like you need to fix yourself from the traumas and be working on being healed 100% because there's a beautiful thing that if someone has touched your life and if it's a parent of course like I was eight he only impacted my life for eight years he was my dad like that's totally different losing a parent like your parent is your parent they're your everything regardless of you know all that so I'm just saying like it's a beautiful thing that you still have those moments because that means there truly was love. And that was something that um, Ed Milet had said in his podcast that really just defined it well. And he said, take comfort in knowing grief is a sign that love is greater than death. And I was like, you know, I, I get that. And I see that now. Um, and there's so much love. And grief and death are going to be experiences that every single person is going to go through. And so it's an episode that's for everybody, that, that everyone can relate to now or down the road. Maybe you need to come back to this. And I, you know, just wanted to remind you that grief is not linear. Healing is not linear. There's so many random moments and things that you wouldn't expect to trigger you. Just like I said, those those songs, those couple songs. Um, it's funny. Um, a McDonald's hash brown will remind me of my dad. <laughs> um, I just recently, I have a friend I've been running with and um, a newer friend. And she's like all about her Diet Coke and getting her hash brown from McDonald's. Like something greasy and crunchy and salty. And then like a soda, like after really long runs, she's training for a marathon. And she shared a picture of it, her holding it. And I, all I could remember when I looked at that hash brown was my dad. <laughs> and you're like, why Gabby? Cause you know, Gabby goes to McDonald's, but I would go to McDonald's for a hash brown if I needed it, um, for that memory. So my dad, he loved, he would always get egg McMuffins and a hash brown, like an orange juice. Like McDonald's was the thing when I was growing up, guys, I was a kid in the nineties. Okay. It was the thing. Happy meals. I mean, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> my dad played a trick on me and he took a bite. If you know, they're like oval shaped and they're like sticking halfway out of the package. If you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> and he took a bite apparently out of one, but he flipped it over and around. And I had no idea until I got to the bottom that he had eaten 
almost half of my hash brown. But not really because it would have been way lower in the package. But just enough where I wouldn't have noticed until I got to the end. Um, so I just think of the silly things my dad did like that. And when I see a hash brown from McDonald's, that's what reminds me. And I find that really sweet and and very neat. Oh, I'm talking a lot about my dad. <laughs> I wasn't really planning on it. guess I needed to. Um, so yeah, these things that you won't expect to trigger you will. And I have many moments where things will trigger me about Sandy. Uh, my friend who passed th- um, three and a half-ish years ago. And uh, even just sipping coffee. Simple as that. Where I was like always at her house and we would share a cup of coffee. We loved coffee together. Like I come over, you want some coffee? Yes, please. Is that even a question? <laughs> so just know that it's not linear. There's no right or wrong. There's no set way to have to heal. And I feel like most people would know that, but you have to fully grasp that and understand that. And realize that it's just still a part of the healing journey. It's not a straight shot mentally and emotionally. It just drains us. And especially when you're a parent and you have little people like it is insanely hard I'm trying not to cry but my nose is running so I apologize (laughs) um little people it's almost like a blessing in disguise when you're going through the hard times because they lift you out of those thick moments for even if it's 10 minutes when they're having a tantrum or they just need you or they want to play or they're just being silly and they make you laugh. Like they're actually a very bright spot, but it's also really hard to enter into how you're feeling because of the demands that they need. But honestly, I don't know. I'm looking at my bed right now because I'm in my room recording. Like if I didn't have them to get me out of bed, I'm not sure how easy it would have been. I remember messaging someone being like, I don't even feel like working out right now after losing my friend. Like, how do I get back to, how do I get back to this? What do I do? I don't feel like it. And I, and I just felt empty. And so I just, yes, it's hard with children, but it also is such a sweet blessing because it has provided a distraction, a beautiful distraction. Um, when it, when it was needed because to, to dwell on these pains and aches and hurts for so long, um, yeah, you need eventually something to help pull you out (laughs) and see the joys in life. And kids are so good at that. And other times it's like, you just gotta be on mom mode or dad mode because, you know, they, they need some, uh, attention. But yes. Just know that it's extra hard when you're having to heal and you're already drained from all of that to also show up and be mom or dad. Um, And recognizing that it's okay to not always be doing fine. There are days when we're emotionally wrecked. I'm short with my kids. My chest feels tight. I can't stay focused on like one, on any one thing. And it's okay to not be fine. And maybe you have to derail your plans or just be like, scratch it. Maybe we're just not doing school for the day. 
or maybe it is just not a day that we make plans with anyone or I'm doing easy button meals and I'm not cooking anything from scratch because I just I can't handle it and for me honestly being in my kitchen is like therapy so typically that's where I would be drawn but who knows it could like it could just be a day where I'm like nope you're just gonna have chicken nuggets or you're just gonna box mac and cheese or you're just gonna eat whatever you find all day because I don't care I can't process that or have any energy to put towards it so just know that if you're not doing fine recognize it and you don't you don't have to tell people you're doing fine you can say really I'm you don't have to go into detail if someone asks you and you just say you know I'm I'm really not doing well I'm not sure I'm ready to talk about it but just having a hard time and actually saying that out loud allows I think that grief to flow through that healing to happen because you're not I'm fine I'm I'm doing great or whatever like you don't have to put on why do we think we have to put on the pretty picture like some people are really like if you ask someone who's going to be honest with you and you're like oh hi how are you and then they just go off when they're not doing fine and you weren't really like wanting that answer but why are we asking people how they are if we aren't really ready to accept their full answer if they're willing to share like typically it's hey how are you oh I'm fine thank you for asking how are you oh I'm good thanks like okay let's cut cut the you know short talk and let's get to like the details if they're willing to share so just just know that there are moments that you can share that and it doesn't have to be with a stranger or some you know you you figure it out whoever you feel more comfortable sharing that with but sometimes it helps us heal when we're willing to be vulnerable when we're willing to be open and honest um about our feelings and not stuff them because when we stuff the emotions they're going to come back more explosive and harder to navigate rather than if we just learned to deal with them sooner learn to express them sooner i am definitely guilty of it um i've had many people ask me if i've seen like a therapist or counselor whatever you call them um and i haven't i never have (laughs) never um I think about it a lot I wonder why I never did after my dad passed Uh, my mom was seeing someone I remember for a time and even when my dad was alive they were seeing her um yeah I I wish that I had within a time frame of my younger childhood or early teens type thing Um, my mom remarried my life was just it was a lot a lot and uh, I don't really have a space or an outlet and maybe I needed that but I journaled a lot and maybe that's just where God put me to process I journaled so many things I just just wrote out my days my feelings whatever um but I would really have to do my diligence in researching and finding someone that would align with my values and beliefs um, because I'm not interested in um, just anyone but maybe there'll be a time um that I can put some time and money towards something like that in my life 
um, as a third party, someone not associated with my life and my people, no one, and can have no input other than the things that I'm sharing um, and help me unpack maybe some things. So I don't know about you know, you where you're at with all that or what would you know be good for you, but um, if you've thought about it, maybe you need to act upon that um, and pray about that. Uh, but what I wanted to really encourage you was to let yourself feel the feelings when you have the days and the moments to let yourself feel the feelings, slow down, let go of what you had planned and just rest in God. He doesn't ask us to pretend. He doesn't ask us to fake it. He doesn't present shiny objects to distract us with the world you know, distract us like the world does, you know, whether that's our phones or drinking or the next best thing or, um, uh, you know, a, a career, whatever it might be, more money. He doesn't try to distract us. He accepts us as we are, broken, shattered, burdened with fear, anger, anxiety. He cares. <laughs> So I don't want you to think he doesn't because he can use your healing for good. And again, the things that we go through, the changes will happen in our healing journey if we choose them to, like, what am I trying to say? (laughs) I want you to choose the things that are going to propel you forward to help you along your healing journey that are going to be positive impacts, that are going to be good. Because God wants that for you. He wants to see you grow through these experiences because death is a part of life. Trauma, grief, all of it. And if you don't learn how to work through when you're angry or when you have all these whys and what ifs and and you are you don't know how to get out of bed or you you just you know you need to start making some better choices for your health because you're sick of ending every day with alcohol and starting every morning um you know just so like a stress ball and work is demanding and you just can't catch a break and you're not paying attention to your water intake, and the food that you're eating, and how much caffeine are you consuming, and what kind of content are you consuming on your phones and on um, the TV, and who are you surrounding yourself with, and all of the things. Those are the things that you get to choose to help create the changes during your healing journey. I want you to stay true to your healing journey and allow God to help you along the way because he will make your load lighter. He promises to never leave you, to never forsake you. And I'm here to say that I wouldn't, I don't believe that God causes, and I know this can get very theological, but I've been learning and seeing things a little different lately. God did not cause any of this. It's just a part of our fallen world. And he's there to pick us up. And offer us grace. And offer us the things that the world can't offer us when we are hurting. And I want you to know that. And that there are people that also love the Lord. That are there to offer their help and make your load lighter. And I hope that you can find those people. 
or rest in this podcast and or share this with someone that you know is struggling. But God didn't say, I'm going to have Jesse Lee die at 34 from stage 4 cancer. I'm going to have your best friend leave you and pass away at age 43 from cancer. That is not what he says. God is full of love and he loves his people. But we, again, this is not our home. We all will have our moment of time to go. And we don't know what that looks like. So I want you to be reminded that you need to live every day. If anything, let these things remind you to live every day with such intention and purpose and that life is such a gift and that nothing is promised. You have less time on this earth than you think. And so if you lived each day with a sense of urgency, what would that look like? You know, I actually mentioned to someone that I was like, I just feel like now after this and after Sandy and seeing this lady passing, like... Maybe I need to find a place to go get, you know, here's the, the the welling up of all the emotions. I need to go find a place and get like precursor to cancer, like tests for me and Alex and all the things. And then that person said back to me, yeah, I've thought about that too. But at this point, at this age, I'm kind of like, you know, it's going to be my time. What's going to be my time? And I get it. You have kids. But honestly, if you did, what, what would change the way, would it change any of the way that you're living now? And I kind of thought about it and I was like, not really like I guess I don't need it like I I maybe would live more intentional and whatnot and like for sure like (laughs) juice and eat all the healthy things and you know skip the sugar and the alcohol and all the stuff because I mean that's just what cancer thrives on and we shouldn't be doing that anyway like in excess because it's just not that's why you know we get sick we we feed our glutton in us right like if I just put it that way but it just I'm like wow would it change I guess not I don't really need to have a test I mean I'm just it's gonna be my time when it's gonna be my time and do I really want to know do I need to know maybe not so here I am now like in this space of do I or do I not so just knowing that just live live a life that will honor those that have impacted you and honor them by continuing to grow to heal forward until your last days and think about the ripple effect that you'll have on those people if you continue to live out your life in the way that others have impacted you it's like a ripple effect for sure but also just take care of yourself be kind to yourself when it's a day of no say no to people Say no to things. Cancel. Cancel your plans. Maybe you got to journal it out, write it out, find a babysitter for your kids, and you just need to, like, have your time. And then on the days when you're like, I am all out, like, let's live this life, do it. Make the impact. And also focus on what most matters in life, and that's people. Not our phones, not our career status, not our business, not how well we took care of ourselves. Did we get to the gym six days a week? Did I, you know, all the things. Just focus on people. Because they're a treasure, they're a gift. We're all unique. We're all uniquely made. We're made in his image. And I think we all have so much to learn from each other and living life together. 
And that's one thing I have loved in different communities that I'm in, like just different, different uh, circles of people. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful thing when you can have relationships with people that are deep and meaningful and ones that you can pick up right where you left off, even if it's been a while, but that you can then still engage in like deep questions or follow up with someone about something you know they were going through. Um, and you know, I try to keep things really raw and real over here and very honest. And so I just felt this weight of like, wow, I want to really share about this quote that I had. And then I wrote it all out. And then that podcast that I listened to just really solidified that, yes, this is an episode that you need to talk on, um, and touch on yourself. And if I talk about it on here too much, I'm sorry. Um, I guess it's just something that maybe is healing for me too, to be able to do this, but I want to bring you along and I want to encourage you and uplift you. So if this message spoke to you, I would love to know if you need prayer, if you just need a space to, um, unpack something, slide into my DMs, email me, whatever it is, I am happy to um, pray for you or um, offer a word of encouragement. Or if you know someone else in your life who would be touched by this, uh, it would be awesome if you could share this with them. It would mean a lot. Um, Maybe just what they need to hear. So um, with that, I hope that you have an amazing week and I hope that... um, whatever's going on in your world that you can choose to create the changes that you that you desire and that you want to see and that you can get out about it each day with a sense of urgency await that the day awaits you and needs you the world needs you people in your life need you so show up every day all right friends we'll talk to you next week bye